This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Future File, a new podcast exploring the technologies changing the way we live, work, and play. In each episode, we'll be delving into the latest digital developments in an effort to understand how they affect us all. I'm Sophie Curtis, technology editor at Mirror Online. I'm Jeff Parsons, the technology reporter at Mirror Online. If you've got any suggestions for future topics, leave a review and let us know what you'd like to hear about. Subscribing will get you all the latest episodes. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Miratech for more technology and science news. This week we're going to be talking about smart speakers. Here, I'll let you in on a little secret. Hey, I can do that too. Which is a whole new category of technology that um, has become very popular over the last year, mainly since uh, the Amazon Echo first launched last year. Um, was one of the big Christmas presents in 2016 um, and since then we've had uh, lots of rivals coming up from the likes of Google and from Apple has just also announced one this year um, and we just thought we'd have a take the opportunity to sort of talk about this new category because it's it's becoming more and more prevalent in people's homes um, and you know it's, it's quite an interesting one because it's actually changing the way we communicate with technology mm, yeah um, so I thought we'd start by talking about uh, Amazon Echo. A couple of weeks ago, Amazon had a big event in uh, Seattle, where it has its headquarters, and uh, it unveiled a whole load of new Amazon Echo speakers. Now, previously, we just had the Amazon Echo, which was a, uh, this kind of towering speaker that people had in their living rooms, and then the Echo Dot, which was one that you could plug into existing speakers and would kind of add the smart capabilities of Alexa into your existing sound system. Um, and last oh, a couple of weeks ago, Amazon then brought out a whole load of new ones, kind of new sizes, new finishes. They were kind of making it much more of a lifestyle product. So, yeah, that's an echo speaker for everybody. Absolutely, <laughs> and so, and and not only that, it's, they're cheaper than ever. Mm. So the the kind of standard echo speaker is now only ninety quid, I think. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's one that's much more focused on controlling your home. So it's got a kind of home hub built into it. You can control your lights and your or, you know whatever your curtains if you want <laughs> um, and and also they're bringing out ones with with screens embedded in them yeah. so not only can you get your news report in the morning but you can get video clips for example um, and there's there's the standard one which uh, Echo brought out in the states already um, and then it also introduced a new one called the Echo Spot which looks a bit like an alarm clock and has a little circular screen on the front. Um, that's raised a few eyebrows because the idea of having a, a camera pointing at your bed <laughs> is not, yeah, not I'm what sure I'd fancy it. a lot of people like the, the sound of. But yeah, as Jeff said, I mean, it's the idea is that there's there's one for everyone. Um, so I mean, it, it, so you've sort of got your high end. If you really want the big Echo to sort of be pride of place, you can you can buy that for for what do we say ninety pounds? Was it? Well, yeah, although uh, it's smaller than it was, but yeah. Oh right, <clears throat> and then you you know if you want uh, the larger one with the screen for the kitchen, you can buy that as well. Or if you want to just get a dot, that's about fifty quid. So you can put that in your you know in your lounge or, or just in the study, I suppose, and hook it up to whatever speakers you've already got. So you really think Amazon's trying to? 
just spread itself across your house. Right, take over every room. <laughs> Which is kind of an alarming thought, but um, at the same time, you know, people are getting more used to talking to this Amazon smart assistant who's called Alexa, as we all know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been lots of ads on TV. If you haven't actually got one yourself, you've probably probably seen those where you, how it works essentially is you walk into the room, you say Alexa, the speaker wakes up, and then you can pretty much ask it any question that pops into your head, whether that's a... A trivia question or whether you want to know what the weather's like or whether you want to plan your route to work mm. or if you just want it to play some music or a podcast then you can ask it to do that as well and I guess crucially as well they opened up Alexa didn't they for other developers to make skills for so you can actually I think order an Uber or order a Domino's right because those companies have built the skills in I mean you have to go through the Alexa app to put it on there but you can you know do all these different things with it um, and you know you said you've seen the adverts you've also anyone that's been to the Amazon website over the course of well the last year will have seen it you know bright and bold up there at the top because Amazon really is pushing it it's yeah. really trying to get get into your house get make this technology seem friendly and inviting and, and, and user friendly which you know I think it, it probably is it's very easy to just sort of ask a question than it is to tap away or type on a, on a keyboard or something mm. like that well, that's the idea. And I don't think, you know, I think that's part of the reason Amazon offers it so cheaply is because it's not about making a profit on, on these gadgets. It's about getting Alexa into your home because once it's there, the potential to, you know, rule the home and, and yeah. become much more part of your daily life is, is then very lucrative to Amazon, Amazon. absolutely has that down. <laughs> they, I've, that, they have that with, with their other devices as well, their tablets, their e-readers. It's the, the devices themselves are, you know, relatively inexpensive compared to rivals. It's about getting that gateway to all the products that they've got um, right there in front of you that you can, that's where they make their money. That's what they're really interested in. Um, and I think actually they do it really well. And I actually think when, when it comes to, you know, voice assistants, and you mentioned that there's a, there's Google's rivals, there's, an, there's one coming from Apple as well. But I, I really think that Amazon and and its echoes are right out in front mm. of, this, uh, of this sort of new emerging category. So you were at the Google event last week. I mean, how do you think they their products and also their strategy compares? I, I was, yeah. And, and I saw Google unveil uh, two new um, smart speakers. Uh, unfortunately, one of only one of which is coming to the UK. So we have the Google Home Mini, which will be which will be here in the UK for uh, £50. Uh, and then the Google Home Max, which is a much larger, almost a Sonos-esque kind of speaker um, that's currently only listed in the States, although it might well come here a bit later on. Um, and what was really clear at the event was that Google is um, really doubling down on smart speakers, uh, getting the assistant, which is Google's voice activated uh, AI program that comes on its phones, it comes in Android phones, and is obviously baked into these speakers. Really, really trying to push this out and get it get ahead because they because Amazon is far ahead, I think, and they are trying to to really follow up and, and get get these speakers out there as well. So so much so that. When with anybody that buys the new uh, Google Pixel 2 phone, will get for a limited time a free um, Home Mini, mm. um, and it's a yeah, it's a cute little thing. It looks kind of like a donut. It's got a fabric covering on it. Uh, we've we've seen the original Google Home come out uh, and been a, been around for a few months now, and it's it sort of shrinks it down and makes it it's very friendly looking it's got comes in three different colors works with the google assistant which has all the huge data behind it that google has spent years and years amassing so it really does um 
kind of come up with an answer to most questions you could possibly think of. But beyond that, what I saw at the event was a real push into um, artificial intelligence and really kind of smart, smart talking technology that that does different things. I mean, it can control as we said it can control other parts of your house it can control your um, TV setup if you use a Chromecast uh, it can work across your devices it can recognize different users so if I'm saying something I'm asking what my day looks like it will be different it will answer differently to if my wife asks what her day will look like right. um, it's it's very very clever and they're clearly looking to, to, to kind of catch up with what Amazon's been doing for, for a while now well I'm not 100% convinced by from either of these things is is how much of these myriad of services people actually use I mean we it, the idea that you can control your home through your speaker is quite a nice one but in order to do that you've got to have smart light bulbs you've got to have smart kettles you've got to yeah, have smart course, plugs yeah. so everything else has to be hooked up to it as well which frankly most people don't have so how you know it, how much do we need all that extra I, I, I totally agree and I think it's they are I think that's why the companies are Google and, and Amazon are, are scrambling to get these devices in and around and in your face and so you're aware of them so they're trying to hook you right at the beginning because as time goes on and this develops you might well you know three four years from now decide to get a light bulb a smart light bulb or a radiator or a nest thermostat or whatever it might be and your buying decision down the line may be predicated on the fact that oh well we've already got a couple of Google Homes or we've already got a couple of Alexas in the house you know if something works with that that's what we'll go for mm. um, so it's really kind of looking ahead at that I think and we will I, I imagine get to a point where you don't want to be in a house where there's an Alexa in the bathroom or a, a Google Home in the bedroom or an or a Apple Home pod in the kitchen you know I think customers are going to or consumers are going to um, choose one choose one and latch onto an ecosystem and that's what will kind of that's there has to come a point where they will choose to go with that product and yeah. that company and that service it's a big bet to make isn't it I mean theoretically if you're going to fill your house with this stuff you are really got to buy into that company yeah you've got to subscribe and in to a way, the no music one's, services and, the, the only okay. company that people have done that with in the past really is Apple because they, you know, if you're an Apple person, you tend to have an iPhone and a Mac and a Apple Watch or whatever. But, yeah. you know, I think most people have more of a mix in their homes unless they're, they're yeah. Apple. So, I mean, that's that's an interesting uh, thing to think about when we think that Apple is also going to be entering this market with its HomePod right. probably before Christmas. You know, if you are a, a huge Apple fan, you're probably waiting for that device, really, realistically. Yeah. Quite possibly. And I have to wonder why it's almost taken Apple this long to do it. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned, uh, or we were talking before we started recording, that, that Siri is now six years old. So Apple's had this technology, this voice control technology, for the last six years. We're only they led seeing, the pack, really. They led it. Yeah. They, they started out with it. And, you know, yet we've seen Google and Amazon come in with device and then a second generation of device. And, and Apple's only really just getting started. Now you can obviously argue that Apple kind of comes in late and is, is very good at taking these technologies and really, really making them a, a smash hit. Maybe we'll see that with the HomePod, I, I don't know. Mm. Um, I'd be very, very interested to see what happens when it comes out. It does feel late, doesn't it? I mean, it's over a year since, since Echo really came onto the scene in the UK and even longer than that in the States. Um, and you know, if you kind of feel like if people are interested in this stuff, they've already got they've one. They've already made their call, made yeah. Their choice. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And I don't, 
you know, Siri and, and Cortana from Microsoft and the Assistant, they're not just in these smart speakers. We've seen them in phones. We've seen them in um, for phones for a little while, actually. They're starting to put them into the laptops. So the Surface laptops will have Cortana. The new Google Pixel book will have the Assistant. But there's something different about speaking to your speaker, speaking to a house, being in the kitchen and asking something. I don't tend to launch the Google Assistant too much on my phone no. or asking questions in and around the office or when I'm, you know, getting the getting the train to work or whatever it might be. But there's definitely something I think more seamless about doing it in your house. Yeah. When you might just leave your phone at the door when you walk in yes, and actually yeah. you don't need it after that because everything everything is connected around you. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it will be interesting to see. And I think having all these options, you know, it is opening up the question of, is this the way we will communicate with technology in the future? And more and more, you know, at the moment, I personally still find it very awkward to walk into a room and say, hey, Alexa, or hey, Siri, or hey, Google is even worse. Um, But, you know... I have seen people do it. I've I've gone to people's houses that I don't particularly consider to be techie people or people who are sort of early adopters of gadgets, and they've quite happily been chatting away mm. to Alexa yeah. or whatever. And um, it's quite it's quite disconcerting almost <laughs> that they feel so comfortable with it because I I still find it quite unnatural. Um, but you know that's that's probably a sign that uh, yeah. you know it could it, you know it could very it, quickly catch on in the I mainstream. I think it will. Yeah, I, I, you're right. I have to remember. I, I have a, a Google Home and it's it's great. Uh, and I have to remember to uh, ask it things though because uh, I don't automatically go to that manner of thinking that oh I can just use my voice, you know. But you you I, I absolutely agree that I think that as time pushes on non-techie people start non-techie people <laughs> didn't non-techie people I didn't mean that um, <laughs> people without a massive interest in the technology industry yeah. experience will still find this um, useful technology that they can get to grips with relatively easily and in the same way that when the iPad came out and everyone talked about how you could put it in front of a kid uh, you know a young child two or three years old and they would very quickly just learn how to swipe and touch things and it was just so intuitive to them you know arguably the same will be true for smart speakers i have a friend who was telling me how he'd come down in the morning and and you know make himself a cup of coffee and say alexa put on radio four and five minutes later his daughter would come down the stairs and just say alexa play kids music (laughs) and and suddenly the kids music would come on so she obviously had control of the house but you know she you know she she's quite happy to sort of sit sit and talk away to alexa and it doesn't even bat an eyelid you know that's that's really interesting actually because at this google event i was talking to uh to to some of the people there and they were some of the some of the google people there and they were telling me that um what what is really interesting is how this the Google Home say could be used for, for example, helping children with their homework. So, if you yeah. have a particular um, language-based question, it can do active translations. So it can speak in French or Spanish. So if you want to know, oh, well, how do I say this phrase in Spanish or German or French, it will it will exp- it will say it for you. Also, sounds like cheating even, to me. <laughs> it does sound like cheating, but yeah. But it was so interesting to me that they were keen to push this as a way of. of of a, a use case and it also for even younger children if you ask the speaker what or the assistant what noise does a whale make it will play a whale song or if you what noise does a fire truck make it will play the siren so it's this evolving kind of um, platform that they that the big companies are clearly really pushing yeah and they see you know 
children, younger people, these emerging kind of users coming up is, is really a target, I think. Yeah, well, hook, hook them young, I hook guess. Hook them young, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so. actually, as you say, I mean, the fact that it's not just one company, it's Google, it's Amazon, it's Apple, um, you know, these are the, the giants of the technology industry and they are pumping a lot of money into these things. So they really must be convinced that this is the future. And, yeah. you know, in a way it's self-fulfilling, isn't it? You know, yeah. these things are out there, they're everywhere and they, they will become the future if, if that is decreed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Happens. And they've got such they've got such ways to, 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 to make us aware of them. You know, we all use their products already. We all go to Amazon's website to buy our groceries or to buy whatever it might be. And there you see it, you know, 49 pounds for the Amazon Echo Dot right there at the top. So you know exactly, oh, right, I might get this for a friend of mine that's into technology and then they will show me how it works. And this is how it's, it's the distribution of these is going to be, um, I think, once you overcome the hurdle of, of what is it and explain to people the distribution is is already in the pipeline yeah. because we use all their products already so i mean you know siri's been in every iphone since the iphone 4s so people are already used to used to using yeah. it yeah so i guess the question is if you are interested in you know becoming part of this brave new world and <laughs> and and <laughs> buying, your buying house yeah exactly that. i mean which which one do you go for because as you say once you've made your choice, you may really be stuck with it. And, you know, it's quite hard from the outside to decide which one to go for because they seem very similar. But yeah. Google, as you mentioned, is obviously based largely on the Google search engine, which most people agree is, is the best. Yeah. Um, so for sort of search-related queries, that seems to be the obvious one to go for. Yeah. Amazon uses Bing as its search engine, so, you know... Yeah, <laughs> popular with some, but not so much with others. But then again, Amazon has its whole, you know, shopping ecosystem to to yeah. integrate into. So if you're planning to use your speaker to order toilet roll when you run out or whatever, you know, then arguably yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then there's Apple, which you know, as I mentioned before, if you're already a big Apple user then and you you know Siri if <laughs> you're using it for him for six years mm. him or her who knows um, but in you know in that case then maybe maybe that's the one to go for but it's it's quite hard to choose isn't it which it is, what, yeah. which one makes more sense at this early stage at this early stage I think yeah I think you have to really kind of have a think about what it is you just you just said it really uh, how, how you're going to use it are you going to use it for shopping also what services do you already subscribe to are you a Google Play customer do you pay for do you have a Prime membership if you have a Prime membership you know you're going to the Echo is a great shout because you'll get Amazon Music thrown in there you maybe have Audible already so there are other services that are going to be tied in yeah. that you can use so that's already a you know big tick in that box if you want it if like you said you use Siri all the time and you use all your calendar apps or everything is is on is on Apple's ecosystem then maybe you do want to just hang back and see what the HomePod's going to be like mm. so you know it's it's you can already really see the wars wars starting between yeah, these companies can, but, though I mean we we had the other week that um Google, well, YouTube was pulling its services off the Amazon Echo devices, the ones with screens. The ones with screens, yeah. Um, and obviously, that's a, a power, YouTube is owned by Google, so that's obviously a bit of a power play by Google exactly, yeah. to, you know, in a way, make the, the Echo devices seem less attractive. One thing we haven't mentioned is the new Sonos speaker. Right. Which builds in 
Alexa from the start, the get-go, which is the Sonus One, I believe it's called. Uh, yes, that's yes. right, yep. And it comes built in with Alexa, and they're adding the Google Assistant Google. at a later date. So you could, in theory, have this new product, which is just one speaker, but it's got both of them. This and is like it, a whole And minefield. if you've already got a Sonus <laughs> system, you can, you can use it for that. Yes. Now, this so is interesting. That as well. This is interesting because there are a few phone companies that have done this. Samsung, I think, being one of them, um, and a couple of others where they give you the choice of which personal assistant you want to use. So, in case of Samsung, you can have Google Assistant or you can have Bixby, which is the one that's created. And then I think HTC or one of the other makers is now offering it again a choice of Alexa or Google Assistant. Right. But what? what? <laughs> Surely that's so much more complicated. <laughs> you can't. Do we really want the choice? I think we just want to be told what to. We just want to be told. So you're gonna to have to pick one and stick with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, how confusing is that? I yeah, I agree. I, what I don't know. If you come down, what if you like you said, you, you, someone comes down from the stairs and says, "Oh, Google, hey Google, play this, you know, play whatever this music playlist," and then someone comes down three minutes later and says, "Oh, hey Alexa, play this," <laughs> then you. You know, you then who wins? Fights breaking out over the kitchen table. Exactly between Alexa and, yeah. and Google. I mean, what's interesting about the Sonos one you mentioned is that this is sort of much more of a focus on audio quality. So a lot of these earlier speakers were, you know, they they bought this interesting element, which was being able to speak to them. But actually, as a result, the the, the speaker itself was less good because there yeah. was less attention put on that, yeah. and they wanted to keep it cheap. Um, right. Whereas Sonos, you know, is, is made its name on having great sound. That's what it's about. Um, so uh, we haven't tried out the, the new Sonos speaker yet. But I, in theory, you know, it should provide that great quality of sound and have the smarts built into it as well, which is, you know, maybe that's the next level we're looking at. Maybe now. that's it. Yeah, maybe that's just another thing for you to consider, really, isn't it, as well? Like the sound quality now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's and tricky. then And then there's the stuff that isn't even a speaker at all. You know, we've seen Alexa being built into fridges and, yeah. you know, home appliances. So, you you know, it actually goes outside of the world of speakers altogether. And you can say, Alexa, turn up the... I don't know, what would you say to a fridge? Turn up, turn up the temperature. When does the milk go off? <laughs> when does oh, the milk go off? When yeah. does the milk go off? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, switch the kettle on or, you know. That, that's, a, that's a glimpse into the future, isn't it? It is. Right there. Bit Star Trek. <laughs> it is a bit Star Trek. Um, yeah. I, again, how are we going to see? Where are we going to see these things develop? Who? Which? I presume other companies will pair up with each other. Google owns Nest, which develops a lot of smart home right. stuff. So you can obviously see that interaction happening. Samsung makes a lot of, um, like you said, fridges and, and dishwashers and washing machines and that sort of stuff. So you could see it. You know, those them going down a certain product route there yeah. with their own uh, system. Amazon. I don't know. Amazon's, I suppose, just signing up. Although Amazon owns Whole Foods now, so you can buy yeah. your Amazon Echo in the grocery shop. So there's that. I mean, it's all... Also, Amazon does give away Alexa for free, essentially. So any yeah. company that wants to build a, a device with Alexa built into it can do so exactly. without paying Amazon any money at all. Again, it's part of this power play, but it, will, it means that it's going to spread. Well, it's already spreading very quickly, but will continue to spread because why wouldn't you choose Alexa if it's free yeah yeah uh, I think as I said as I said before I think I think Alexa and Amazon are, are out in front I think they are certainly in the minds of people um, 
they're much more in the minds of people they're much much more visible mm. um, and unless Google and Apple really sort of step it up which they obviously are trying to do um, I, I think this is kind of Amazon's race to lose yeah. <laughs> if I had to if I had to put a bet on it yeah interesting cool well I think that's probably covered the main issues <laughs> um, thank you for listening if there's any other topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes then let us know um, we'll obviously be covering the main product launches between now and Christmas but uh, there's obviously lots of other things we could talk about too so leave your comments below uh, thank you for listening and uh, tune in again for the next episode yeah thanks for listening guys